A few years ago, I met a man that changed my life. How? Well, I saved his. It wasn't noble or heroic or anything special, but it mattered. But I'll get back to that in a second. What, what I can't stop thinking about is this morning, and I don't know if you're like me, but I took a look in the mirror and I said, gosh, that is a face only a mother can love, which, which is fine because mothers are supposed to do that. They're supposed to love you no matter what you look like, no matter what you say or what you do, which works out for me because I can do some crazy things. The, the first thing that, that really came to my mind is uh, when I, I took the decision to say to myself that I wanted to be the first person in my family to go to college. So excited, I ran up to my mother and I said, I want to go to state, and not understanding the application process herself. She said, well, be back by 11. I said, that's not how college works. <laughs> Another instance is uh, when I, I wanted to celebrate the liberty and freedom of turning 18. And so I said, well, darn it, I want to get a tattoo. And it wasn't until I, I told them where I wanted to get a tattoo that I started to doubt my sanity. And, began to gather the family and go back to the back pew in the Baptist church and then start making me make promises to, to cover up fully whenever out at the in-law beach trip. So uh, aside from that, one of the things that I'm proud of that I did that's a little crazy is when I was about six years old, I realized that I was a little different in that, and I'm honest here, whenever I go to sleep, I can wake up and remember the dream from the night before. And that's happened ever since I was little and ever since I can remember. And being 20 years old today, that's a lot of nights of remembering dreams. And uh, family and friends can attest that it does get a little annoying in the mornings for me to you know, get excited and say, I want to share with you my dream. And it's like, oh, it was cute in the beginning, but now it's not. <laughs> so what I did is little by little, I would, I would kind of catalog the dreams and put them down on the scrap pieces of paper or napkins, really whatever I can get my hand on, and then chronologically laid out in order from six years old up until right around 21, I began to realize that I can pinpoint the times in my life where I was happiest and when I was saddest based on the emotions I felt in my dream. For instance, I was happiest in my life when I was going to school or graduating meeting a handsome guy, and those, those were depicted in my dreams as, as colorful and exciting and passionate. And alternatively, the, the saddest parts of my life, like the loss of a family member when money was tight or accidentally slipping and telling a handsome guy about my tattoo, I realized that in my dreams, those were black and white, and I was trapped or I was scared, and, and I became obsessed with the idea of dreams. So really, wherever I go, I'll ask people, what do you dream? And I'm not talking about the things that you necessarily that you dream about at night, but the substantial parts of your life that are foundational to you as a person in your success and ambitions. What do you dream? Walking around earlier today in this room, I was asking people that, that same question, just to get a response and an overall feeling in the room. And there was uh, a good range from graduating NC State to uh, traveling and a lot of single ladies still dreaming out there but my favorite part is when I ask that question to younger kids because they give that genuine answer one of the questions that I, uh, I remember uh, a third year old uh, a third grader Ian he was answering and he said he wanted to be a lifesaver I'm talking about the candy and, and he was so <laughs> obsessed 
with being a piece of candy. But I told him, I said, Ian, you can be a lifesaver. And I think he was still trying to, to process what it meant to be something other than a, a large sugary rush inside your body. But what I was trying to tell him is true for every person in this room, that you can save a life. I mentioned earlier that I'd saved a life. Looking back in my dreams and understanding where I was in, in high school, that, that was one of the darker area dreams that, that was depicted in my life because in high school, you're taught to fit this mold, this image, to be something that society tells you to be. And for me, that was to be tall, to be pretty, to be smart and yearn for the love of people other than your mothers, and it became overwhelming. I met a person, a gentleman, and he knew my personality and not really having talked to me much. He came up to me and he, he began to tell me about his dreams. He opened up to me in a one-on-one, -on -one and when he told me that he wanted to be a doctor, he wanted to go to med school, but I couldn't really focus on his words because his eyes were saying so much more. With, with every sentence going on, the emotion pouring out of his face, in the same breath he was telling me what he was dreaming, he was telling me how they were already crushed. He couldn't be a doctor. In that moment he came out to me, the first person, he came out to me as gay. And that the family that's supposed to love you no matter what you look like, what you say, or what you do, was not supportive of him. And that he had no other alternative than to end his life. And I spent those next few hours talking with him, trying to convince him otherwise, successfully. Looking back, I'm thankful for that conversation that I had with him, because it taught me something, and it helped me to change to be better. A few weeks after that, I made a pledge and a pact to myself. I was going to do something crazy, much to the hesitation of my parents again, but what I was going to do is I was going to make a pledge to be publicly happy, to be crazy. No matter where I was or what I was going to do, I was going to be an example for others around me to be accessible, to be available, to be that beacon of light to people that may need that outstretched hand of support. My dreams now are about making others happy. And that first starts when you look in that mirror and you say to yourself that I am happy and that I can make a difference. And I know that that's going to be hard to look in that mirror and say that. Trust me, this morning, an obvious example. But all it takes is one word of support, an outstretched arm, and a smile to make a dream a reality. The reality is, is that one in four of every college student will suffer from depression or a mental illness. And that one in seven college students will take it to the next step and attempt suicide. And that could be the person to your left, to your right, right in front of you, the person looking behind at you right now. And by the end of this speech, there will be one person in the United States who has successfully committed suicide. And the reality is, is that we don't like to talk about it. Your escape from the pressures of society can be to physically harm yourself. It can be to starve yourself, to lie, to shame or to bully others, or 
and this is where it gets better. Your escape can be to laugh. It can be happy. It can be to teach kids to learn how to read and to write, to make your parents proud that you are graduating college. And that doesn't mean that you have to rely on others to push you. It means that you first have to be the one to set that precedent that you are going to start the cycle. A cycle of encouraging others to be happy, to spread that happiness, because one person is all that it takes to make a difference. You could be that person that saves a life or that needs to be saved. Reaching out is simple, and it's all that it takes. It's a job for one person, and that person can be you. If you take that pledge today to be happy, to be publicly happy no matter what you're doing or where are you at? You can call it optimistic. And even after this, you can call me crazy. But I call myself a dreamer. And what matters is that after this, when you wake up tomorrow morning and you look in that mirror, what are you going to call yourself? Thank you.